0: What if there was a way for your thoughts, your words, to be sent into the future and to be understood and appreciated by someone anywhere on the planet? Would that not make us in a way immortal and give us the power to communicate across time and space? I'm Bella St. John. Join us as we venture together to explore the history of those words. The history of the novel in a novel idea. Welcome back to A Novel Idea, looking at the history of the novel. And in this episode, we're going to look at romance and sentiment. And before we get on to the obligatory Jane Austen, yes, I know, we're actually going to look at two foundational novels, Pamela and Clarissa. Professor, bring us up to speed. What are these novels? When did they appear, and why are they so foundational and special when it comes to romance and sentiment?
1: Okay, these are um, in the middle of the eighteenth century, written by uh, Samuel Richardson, who was a. Uh, um, in fact, he, he he was not a writer initially. He was just a publisher. He had a, a, a but uh, um, he. Um, uh, <clears throat> When he wrote uh, Pamela, he did something which at that time was completely new. It was an epistolary novel about a young woman who asserts, and she, she was a servant, a, a, a top layer servant in a, in a house, very good friend with her a mistress, who liked, liked her a lot. But the mistress died, and the, the um, uh, her son, the young man, tries to sort of uh, sleep with her and to to rape her, even. He calls her uh, and she has the um, sort of the power to decide and and to say no. It is about the human beings and especially in this case, a a female, at a moment when women did not have, let's say, the rights they would have later, a woman who is a servant, can say no to a man who is the boss, ok? So, and he does it in such a way, that it's completely <laughs> convincing. And in the end, I, I, I don't want to uh, tell the, the plot, read the novel, because it's very beautiful. Uh, it, we cannot completely despise the, um, the master either, because she, uh, her, she becomes an example for him too, in a way. So, he irradiates this kind of strength and and beauty.
0: And I think we do need to give Uh, away, sorry, we do need to give away a little bit of the plot in that the second half, I think it's really important to mention that, that they do get together, but what we're talking about here, though, is how, how our main character is battling the class changes i mean she has come from being a servant and now she is married into into aristocracy into a higher level and so can you talk to us a little bit about that but from the perspective of romance and sentiment
1: um, what is um, so uh, success or or, um, so effective in her is that, <clears throat> just a, a mention of the first part, she writes to her parents, telling her, telling them everything that happens to her, she needs to confess to somebody, she needs to give out an advice, but um, the master is so uh, tough that he doesn't let, let these letters go. And not only that, but at some point, he's so disgusted by her resistance or irritated by her existence, he says, I want to see what she's doing there writing. And she reads her letter. And then she, he discovers that she is a very special, uh, exceptionally beautiful and good person, and this is when, he would change, and uh, so when she becomes what she is, she's promoted for her moral quality rather than for hereditary rights. Okay, and in 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 this aristocratic world, she is also an example. She is an example. Yeah, but that, this is the beauty. Of it.
0: Yes, and it's interesting as well that the power of those words had the power to melt his heart.
1: Yeah. Yeah, which is how people are. I'm sorry yeah. to say, yeah, yes. people are. Yes, like that. yes. Yeah.
0: And so moving on then to the obligatory, dear old dear Jane Austen. so who had and and I'm sure a lot of people watching this know of Jane Austen's life in that it wasn't necessarily a reflection of her books maybe her books were what she would like her life to have been but can you talk to us about the importance of novel uh uh, sorry of uh, Austen from the point of view of romance and sentimental novels
1: uh, yeah um... It's difficult because, um, like all my friends, and uh, I um, like Jane Austen in a particular way. Uh, Jane Austen is an author that you like at whatever age you read her. You like her when you are, um, let's say, 20, 25, but you like her when you are 65. Um, um, she has such a calm uh, and um, discreet and understated view of the world, um, she is. Um, um, she, she, she uh, is never. She never tries to say, "I will show you this or that." She's just telling everything. You know, making you feel that you understand and discover what's going on. Um, and she believes, she believes in uh, in the importance of feeling. Okay, uh, uh, that's very important. We are. Uh, I don't know if you learn in school, like everybody else, that we are human beings, definition of rational beings. Okay? <laughs> you believe human beings are rational beings for a while, and it's not false. But human beings are sentimental beings are. and are passionate beings. Yes. And we have we have something else than this kind of ability of doing a little bit of arithmetic and mathematics. Okay? And, 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 and syllogisms and whatever is it is, in logic. We are not just logical beings. We are beings that operate by um, uh, something that, How you call it, I don't know. But it, it, it's what people used to call it, soul. <laughs> but it, it's what what produces feelings and 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 involvements and, uh, um, involvement and passions so and And she knows how to talk about this without being herself overly passionate and involved in her writing. This is amazing. She needs to do something with discussion for life. I mean, uh, I'm at the age and I can say this is one of the most important thing in life, is to be able able to step back a little. Just a little step back. And her novels are an exercise in showing things and at the same time stepping back.
0: And in the growth and development, well, I don't know that growth is the right word, but in the development, in the life of the novel, from its inception to where it is now, to wherever it is going, what's the importance of novel, of, of, I keep calling her novel, of Jane Austen and and other romantic novels of her ilk? Yeah.
1: Um, How to put it? It is um, her... Uh, Jane Austen is uh, very important because um, she's able to speak in a calm and explicit way about human behaviour, which is not always the most respectable and honourable, but makes you understand the um, viability of feelings and especially the capacity, the, the ability of human beings, even the best intention, to make mistakes. It's a reflect... the, the women's novels, in, in, in the, uh, the British women novels, of the 19th century, up to it's the first half at least, and even later, even George Eliot is about the same thing. Why do we make mistakes? and especially mistakes in these alliances for life, which are marriage, which are uh, marriages. Um, And they were very important, but um, this works all equally well in friendships, in other kinds of alliances, and people may... And um, it's one of the most important things in human life. The mistakes you make when you make an alliance. And it's done in such a discreet and protective and polite way But you see it is possible to repair it's possible to repair
0: and why do you think you know if we reflect upon our last episode where we were talking about sir walter scott and his huge volume of novels he at his time was the most well-known author in the world writing similar types of subject matter albeit from a different style why do you feel he has gone into into the void of, of nothingness for, for as far as popular culture is concerned? Well, most people have not heard of him, but yet Jane Austen, Thomas Hardy, George Eliot are still just really, really well-known names.
1: A very, very good question. Oh, that's a very good question. I would just say... Um, um, Walter Scott talked about the whole world. Jane Austen talked about what happened at home. And the other authors you mentioned also, and, uh, she knew at some point, people need also to think about what happened at home, and what she describes is exactly what happened at home, Maybe in in, uh, England, Scotland, uh, uh, Ireland, France, Germany, Denmark, Romania, and everywhere. She understands exactly this logic of the close interaction between people. Mm -hmm. So, uh, um, it's very... But she was not always as respected as she is today. But people need also to hear a gentle, um, polite, and profound... The story about what happened at home.
0: And I think that's a really important point and a really interesting one if we look at the progress of where we've come so far on these episodes we started with the Japanese tale which was very much about looking at it from one woman's perspective on her piece and then the tales got larger and we had the chivalry and we had yeah. the the romance sorry the um uh the um uh, historical novels which we yeah. came really broad, and now we're coming back down to to more of an insular way of of looking at things and I think that's a really good segue to end this episode and prepare us for the next where we're going to be looking at social commentary and I think that's you know we're getting even more inward looking at at our values and how we show up in the world and so so that's that's where we're going next so stick with us we'll be back with the next episode soon